0: This is Bitch You Doing a Good Job, the podcast where super moms go to burn their capes because doing it all is doing way too much. Hey, it's your host, Destiny Ann, and this is probably a really morbid way to start a podcast. Grief and loss, trigger warning, but I'm sitting here just with my eyes closed visualizing my mom's funeral and it was like standing room only. There were so many people at the funeral, and person after person, I just heard stories about how much my mom did for them. I'm talking about like strangers I never met in my life. Or like, your mom helped me get this job, or your mom helped me get my kid into college. Like, it was beautiful to see that, and to know that I have this legacy of giving and openness and willingness. And at the same time, I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is why my mom is in this casket. I mean, of course, so many things contributed, but my mom had a stroke. Her life was in service of other people, so much so that she was so stressed that she did not have the capacity and the time to take care of herself and before that moment in my life, I was very much the same way. I started working at 15. I had three jobs. I was very much, I don't need anybody. I'll hustle. I'm that friend that you can call if you need money, if you need advice. doesn't matter what time of day it is. And when she passed away, this was like an instant shift for me where I was like, I'm not going down that road. I want to have as much love and openness and compassion as my mom And I don't want it to be at the expense of my mental health. And so I'm just sitting here like, man, when I was growing up and I saw this Olivia Pope slash Martha Stewart mom that got it all done and still did the dishes and still was a boss. Like if I could go back to then, what would I say to her? And I can see myself like small dancing around the house, just being my carefree kid self and just looking at my mom. And really seeing the pain and the tiredness in her eyes and just being like, girl, fuck them dishes. <laughs> like, fuck them dishes. Come here, play with me. Or like, go play with yourself in whatever way play looks like for you. Go do you. Like, stop doing everybody else and just do you. I, uh, if I regret anything, it is the fact that I didn't get far enough in my womanhood journey to be able to say to my mom, sit down, like sit down. And so today I just want to talk about the concept of fuck them dishes, but also what that looks like in a day-to-day basis and how I am constantly rewriting what it means to be a mother in my home so that I can actually enjoy this process. Like I wish my mom could enjoy being a mom and a friend and a wife and an employee and a coworker. The way that everybody else got to enjoy her. Mm. So that's what I want to share with you today is the things that I'm intentionally doing to make sure that I'm still honoring myself in the process of being a mom. I talk a lot about developmentally appropriate expectations when it comes to kids, but I think we don't look at this in context of ourselves and being able to meet ourselves where we are. For some reason, we come into this motherhood journey expecting so much of ourselves and from ourselves. And a lot of us haven't done any healing work. A lot of us haven't actually sat down and considered what's important to us, what we value, what support needs to look like in order for us to thrive, and you know what we've been through and how it's going to impact us. And so it's very important for me to consistently be trying to get better and trying to grow. But at the same time, looking at myself and saying, where am I at? Based off of what I've experienced, based off of my capabilities, where am I right now? And being able to accept that, being able to accept that I am the parent that's experienced trauma. I am the mom that is experiencing grief and loss. I am the mom that is a single parent or whatever comes with your story right now, not expecting unrealistic things in this moment. It would be unrealistic of me when I was grieving to expect myself to be able to start a business or be able to... Wake up at the same time every single day. Like those are reasonable and realistic goals, right? To get there eventually. But I wanted to focus on mastering where I was at developmentally when my mom passed away. And right now I want to focus on mastering where I am developmentally in my journey so that the natural continuation of that is to move to the next step. Like I don't want to force myself to be somewhere that I'm not. I want to live fully In the present moment, I want to be the best single mom I possibly can be rather than beating myself up about not having a partner in my home. Or I want to fully and completely understand my trauma and be thriving in spite of it rather than trying to be like the mom on Instagram who maybe didn't experience what I experienced. So I really just want to give myself the same soft eyes I gave my daughter when she was learning to tie her shoe. Like, sis, you're going to get it. You are where you are. You're doing better today than you did two weeks ago. And that's good. Like, that's what I would have told my mom. Like, friend, it is okay that you're sleepy. Who are you fooling, sis? Go take a nap, (laughs) please. All right. So number two, I am really big right now in my life on quality, over quantity. I told you my mom was doing all of the things. She had so many relationships with so many people and she was doing so many activities all day long and that's just that's just a recipe for burnout but it's also a recipe for dissatisfaction. Like I don't know about you, but I would much prefer A nice, well-cooked, well-plated entree over like a buffet of a bunch of random items. You'll be full at the end of eating both of those meals. But like after you've sat down and fed yourself with something that was well-prepared, it's such a different feeling. You're not like comatose. (laughs) You don't feel gross. Like you feel like nourished, right? You feel nourished. And I think that the things that we are choosing to do are either going to make us feel burnt out or they're going to energize us and nourish us. And of course, our days are going to have a mixture of both. There's just, there's just buffet stuff in my life, period. Just that's the way it is. The pickup line, the errands, the chores, helping them with homework. Like there's going to be things that are out of my control. But when it comes to balance, how many things am I actually like, nah, I'm going to do this because it makes me feel good. I'm not going to have all these clothes in my closet, making it difficult to make decisions in the morning. I'm going to keep the stuff that I feel good in, I look good in. I'm not going to be saying yes to every outing, I'm not going to have my kids in a million different extracurriculars. I'm not going to say yes every time somebody asks me to do something. I'm going to be very intentional with my yes. And I am as often as possible choosing high value yeses. So something else that's really important to me on this whole burning my cape journey is something that I wish I could have given my mom. And that was a safe space to be herself, not mom, not partner, not employee. There was more to her than that. And there's more to you than that. Where can you go to be lighthearted and joy filled and in flow or childlike or completely relaxed and grounded? And then on the other side of that, where is the space where you can completely rage and cry and be vulnerable? And you need those spaces where you can go and not be judged for what is really up with you in the moment. And being able to curate those kind of experiences is really important for your mental health. So I'm constantly asking myself, what do I need? What does destiny wanna do right now? And I may not necessarily be at the point in my life where I'm comfortable presenting that 24 seven, but I can get up and turn on some 90s R&B and dance By myself, I can geek out and hyper-focus on a random subject that is completely unimportant to everybody else that I know. I can go to a drum circle and scream with strangers. (laughs) Y'all, I'd be doing some random stuff, but I need spaces where it's like, do you, be free, nobody's judging you, sis. And I want to have hella free moments. I don't want those to be uncommon or infrequent because I don't want to resent my kids. I think that's really important. And it makes me wonder if I really knew my mom. I have had conversations with people that knew my mom. And when they describe her to me, I'm like, no, no, you're not talking about my mom who was constantly well dressed, well put together, well spoken. Like, there's no way. And it makes me sad that she didn't have an opportunity to fully be herself or she didn't have an opportunity to make mistakes and it be acceptable or not be like, whoa, what's going on with mom? And so I'm trying to be really intentional with my girls and show them that I make mistakes. The fullest expression of me is not perfect. I can be fun. I don't have to be serious all the time. I also like to show them the full expression of my emotions in a healthy way. I I want them to know that I get sad. I get angry. I get afraid. I didn't think my mom experienced stuff like that. And when I got older, when I became a woman and I was feeling everything, I was like, what is wrong with me? Why am I not one of those people like my mom that doesn't have big feelings? And looking back, I now see that it was to her detriment that she had to hold on to so much stuff. And I just really wish she didn't. Like, I really wish somebody was like, girl, fuck them dishes. You are in a really tough season in your life right now. Ask for help, which brings me to the last thing that is absolutely not beneath me, and that is asking for help. That is the culture of my life. I will delegate. I will ask for help. I will save my money to get somebody to clean this house before I will go buy some clothes. My mom had everything. Oh, my God. She had so much stuff. And the one thing that she did not have a lot of was help. And it's like, you build up this persona of who you are. And don't get me wrong. Like my mom was, she was that chick, period. It was not fake. She she could do everything, but there were also other sides of her. And So she built up this persona that kept everything together for everybody. But then she didn't have the help to actually be able to enjoy that. And I think that her life has been such a lesson for me in honoring yourself first. There's not a person, a job, a dish more important than you. It's time for an emotional regulation break. This is a breathwork technique that I find to be really grounding when I am anxious So if you're able to do so, you can do it along with me. If not, try it later. So it's really simple. I just take a really deep breath, but I do it with my teeth together. So I open my mouth, clench my teeth, and take a really deep breath. And I don't know why, but the air moving through my teeth is really cooling to my mouth. And it's like a really weird, calming, euphoric feeling. And so try it. And if it gives you the same feeling, You got another tool in your tool belt. If not, that's okay too. So let's do it together. I want you to just take a regular breath, exhale completely. Now open your mouth, clench your teeth, and slowly inhale. And then slowly exhale. One more time, slowly inhale, and slowly exhale. Now let's get back to the episode. If we peel back the layers of why we all go into the super mom mode, there's going to be different reasons. For some of you, that may just be what was modeled. For some of you, you may be walking around with shame and trying to prove yourself in the form of, quote unquote, being a good mom. But I'm going to tell you what I, to this day, wish that I could tell my mom, and it's this, you are the most important person in your life. And so you got to start treating yourself like it. Focus on quality experiences, saying yes to what actually feels good to you, and where you can, saying no to things that don't feel good to you. Give yourself a safe space to be yourself. And then lastly, I want you to think about support and how you can intentionally incorporate support. What would you need to do in order to give yourself permission to ask for support? And then here's my bonus piece of advice. The next time you're in the kitchen and you're straightening up, I just want you to find your kid with your eyes and I want you to really see them and put yourself in their world for a second and just like melt in the moment of how free they are, whether they're freely throwing a tantrum or freely rolling around on the floor, or freely just playing a video game. Look how present and in the moment your child is. And I want you to go join them in that moment and say, you know what? Fuck them dishes. If you like this episode, share it with a friend, share it on your social media and come on over to Instagram. Slide in my DMs and tell me how you liked it. Until next time, bitch, you're doing a good job.